Can you please introduce yourself? My name is Caroline Kennedy and I'm the United States Ambassador to Australia. Are you aware that the former Prime Minister of Australia, Paul Keating, says that the United States' geopolitical strategy in our region would make a cat laugh? What did he say exactly? This is the former Prime Minister of Australia, Paul Keating, speaking on US foreign policy in the Indo-Pacific on the 10th of November 2021 at the National Press Club. So United States says, well, that's all very interesting, but look, if you behave yourself, you Chinese, you can be a stakeholder in our system. And look, you wouldn't have to be Xi Jinping or anybody to take the view if you're a Chinese national and say, well, hang on, let me get this right. We are already one and a quarter times bigger than you. We'll soon be twice as big as you. And we may be two and a half times as big as you. But we can be a stakeholder in your system. Is that it? <laughs> you know, I mean, it'd make a cat laugh. Firstly, how the United States engages with China is a matter for the United States. You have just signed the AUKUS agreement, which drags Australia into your dispute with China in the South China Sea. Can't you see it from our perspective? Of course I can. These arrangements are for the safety of our allies as well. Do you think AUKUS is just an election stunt? The United States government is committed to the AUKUS agreement. China is no threat to Australia. It is our major trading partner. Tell that to your Prime Minister. He was keen to sign the agreement with the US and Britain. The Prime Minister keeps going on about Chinese nuclear subs patrolling Sydney Harbour. I don't know about that. Surely you must. You have your spy base at Pine Gap pinging for Chinese subs all over the place. That is a matter for our intelligence agencies. My role is diplomacy. My point exactly. The spooks are running the show. But the threats are real. The previous generation to ours saw that. My father served in the United States Navy and received two Purple Hearts for valour, saving his crew during World War II. When John F. Kennedy was asked if that incident made him a hero, he replied, It was involuntary. They sunk my boat. He was a modest man. We do not want the Chinese government restricting trade by building military installations in the South China Sea. But how can a small country like Australia help? By buying four subs made in Virginia that won't be delivered until 2040, are noisy as all hell and cost $100 billion. Through ANZUS, Australia has signed up to come to our aid in an emergency. Not if the United States attacks the Chinese Blue Water Navy. We only signed up to come to the aid of an ally in distress, under attack itself. We have no arrangements with Taiwan, should that country be attacked. China has set about providing arms to our enemies. Take, for example, North Korea. North Korea is a fade of China and China opposes North Korea's nuclear program. Surely that is a good thing. Certainly, but we are concerned about Chinese expansion into Taiwan, a democratic state. But Taiwan has regarded itself as part of China ever since the civil war on the Chinese mainland. Nationalist leader Shanghai Shek massacred communists inside the party and eventually lost the civil war and fled to Taiwan in 1949. Years later, Gough Whitlam opened up relations with China and it has been part of our economic development ever since. That's all water under the bridge. Taiwan is a democracy which we are pledged to defend. Just like with Hong Kong, the Chinese government was very patient and eventually reunified Hong Kong with China. Why wouldn't the same eventually happen with Taiwan? There is massive trade between Taiwan and mainland China. Also, what has this got to do with the American construct called the Indo-Pacific? 
The Indo-Pacific is a very important strategic concept and we have cordial relations with the Quad who occupy the Indo-Pacific. Quad? No, that's a musical term, isn't it? In this case, Quad refers to the Quadrilateral Security Dialogue, which is an informal grouping between Australia, Japan, India and the United States. The Quad has had joint military exercises on an unprecedented scale. I thought Kevin Rudd withdrew from the Quad and it collapsed. Not entirely. Julia Gillard and subsequent Australian governments rejoined and since then it has gone from strength to strength. To what end? As a break on Chinese influence in the region. Isn't China globalising its economy in the same way the US has? Chinese Belt and Road projects extend into more than 70 countries. But, according to your own former Secretary of State, Henry Kissinger, China has no expansionist intent in the Indian Pacific. China looks west to the Stan countries with its Belt and Road projects, originally known as the Silk Road Economic Belt in Kazakhstan. Australia needs to decide who its real friends are. In World War II, the US came to Australia's aid to defend it against the Japanese. Does the United States seriously wish to control four oceans, especially given your problems with democracy at home? Your country is hardly a beacon of liberty, light and learning after the events of 1-6, when Trump supporters stormed the Capitol building. Cost of living is increasing and poverty is at an all-time high. The US is hardly the kind of country which the world can look towards for stability. The US has provided stability in Europe and Asia and can do so again. Our revolution brought about the very concept you speak of, light, liberty and learning, the freedom of the individual over a country that subdues the individual to the wishes of the state. Just look at what the Soviet, uh, Russia is doing in the Ukraine, threatening to invade. Russia has good reason to be fearful of Europe. The Ukraine stands between it and NATO forces. Just look at what happened during Napoleon's time when Bonaparte stormed across that vast plain and took Moscow. What about World War II when German troops and its allies marched across the great European plain, inflicting enormous casualties on the Soviet people? The siege of Stalingrad was possibly one of the worst battles of attrition of all time. The Soviets lost over 22 million people during the war, many times greater than any other country. Russia has no right to threaten the borders of the sovereign country of the Ukraine. Getting back to AUKUS, are you aware that the independent and peaceful Australian network has called on the Australian government to rescind its contract with the US for the supply of nuclear subs and demanded an end to AUKUS and wants US troops out of Darwin and a closure of Pine Gap? I haven't heard of that group. Are they Maoists left over from the 60s? I don't know what they were in the 60s, but today they are expected academics and community leaders, just like you. Would it be possible to arrange for a meeting with you to discuss these demands? The US government and representatives like myself are well practiced at standing stoically in front of criticism from the rest of the world. Just look at the flack we get from the UN General Assembly each and every year. We would require a list of questions and who they're representing beforehand, of course. Should we bring a packed lunch? Pardon? During our interview this evening, I noticed that you didn't say once the words, you know. Since our last interview, I have employed a speech coach to rid me of that annoying habit. Yes, 108 you knows in a half hour interview can be a bit off-putting. Thank you, Ambassador. Let's go out with a song, Winds of Change by Scorpions. This is covered by Ali Sherlock and the Three Busketeers, 
playing in Dublin. Follow. 